the volume. Soup with Coop is brought to you by FanDuel. It's never been easier to play fantasy on FanDuel. Whether you love basketball, golf, soccer, or any other fantasy sport, there is a contest for every fan. FanDuel. More ways to win. My next guest on Super Two is one of the greatest centers ever to play football, an Ohio State Buckeye, a national champion, and a New York Jet, and one of the most friendly, fun guys to be around. Nick Mangold, welcome to Soup with Coop. Oh, thanks, Coop, for having me. I really appreciate it. I got to say, your bowl is the best we've ever had on Soup with Coop. Tell me about that. It's got a little lid, so it keeps everything nice and warm. And so we'll crack that guy open and uh, dig in. What are we having today? Uh, so today, my favorite soup, broccoli cheddar. Now, did, who made it? Did you make it? Did your wife make it? Uh, this was um, expertly prepared by the fine craftsmen um, and artisans, really, at uh, Panera Bread. My wife told me she prepared my broccoli soup, but it tastes very similar to the whole food version I've had several times. So there may be some, <laughs> there may be some fraud going on in the first two minutes of Soup with Coop today. Some, some shenanigans to start us off. Some tomfoolery, if you will. Ooh, very nice. Nick, the last time you and I were together... We were in a pumpkin patch. Uh, I know Halloween has always been one of your favorite holidays. Uh, can, can you remember our, our costumes that day? Um, yes, I believe uh, one of us was very distinguished. Um, actually, I think was wearing a tie. And the other one just had some monkey business going on. Um, it was one of my favorite uh, costume activities, mainly because the, uh, <laughs> the bus full of school children showed up and I think we're making fun of us as we're prancing along as Curious George and the man in the yellow hat. I know. I think those teachers were like, who are these odd predators hanging around a pumpkin patch in the middle of the day dressed up trying to sneak someone into their trunk? You know, it was um, a day to remember. I will say in all the, the manning hours we've had, we're now in our sixth year, amazing. That was, you were the first season. This Ooh. remains my family's favorite so you by far are a uh, you know like I remember when seeing an interview one time with George Hamilton he has a life-size portrait of himself and you walk in you know you, there's a life-size portrait of you in the Manning house right now so just so you know that Nick oh you know what that just warms my heart now I feel bad for calling you um, my second favorite Manning brother and I, I want to take that back <laughs> who who did you how did you have him ranked I'm curious Okay, well, I, well, now I got to recheck my rankings. But originally, before we started chatting, um, Eli was obviously third because um, he played for the Stinky Poo Poo Giants. Um, you obviously are, are the best brother, um, but you know Peyton won out because he sent me a handwritten note when I retired, and it was really thoughtful of him. So that's why he wins. Yeah, Peyton <laughs> is very kind. He he does. He's kind of an old school guy, and uh, and. Um, you, uh, you know, I think he picks his spots on when he writes a, a note to someone who retires. And it's usually when he thinks greatness has been in the books. And that was certainly the case with your career. So that's, a, that's, a, that's quite a nod to, to Peyton, but also to you for, for getting one. So congratulations. Yeah, it, was, it, was, um, it was greatly appreciated here in the Mangled household. So um, again, it's no offense to you, 
Um, but the handwritten note is just, they're kind of dying away. You know, now it's just a, you'll get a random text message and that's all you get. Um, so that was, I, I really enjoyed that. Now, Nick, are you a soup eater? I mean, do you, do you eat soup a lot? I do. I love soup. Um, you know, I, I've found as I've been cooking a lot more um, with the, uh, with my children being around, um, soup has become one of those things that they'll all eat. Um, and so now I've started actually making my own broth. Um, so like a, a homemade chicken noodle soup with homemade broth. Um, it, it is, it's elevated the soup game to whole new levels. You know, I learned with one of our previous guests who ate chicken noodle soup on the, that the, uh, the Greeks were the first ones to start mixing broth and chicken. And they thought it was a remedy for, uh, bedwetting which is, it's worked wonders for me. So I don't know if you, what, of your four, if you have any issues there, but you might want to, you could double up, double down on the chicken noodle and then have some uh, dry sheets in the morning. See, I feel like that's kind of an oxymoron there because soup, especially chicken noodle soup is very liquid heavy. I feel like if you're, if yeah. you're taking a lot in, you will be uh, <laughs> expelling a lot more. Um, so I, I don't know about that theory from the Greeks. I, I know that they had a lot of great theories. This one, I might have to pass on. It's great to know that we've already, in the early minutes of Soup with Coop, used poo-poo and TT, and they've come into play. So it's, I'm glad to know this is the trajectory of this uh, asinine interview. I expect nothing less from you, Nick. You're, you're never a disappointment. Well, listen, I have, uh, like I said, I have four kids. The oldest is nine. The youngest is two. So I have words for everything. Actually, I got a good story, too, but it might be a little too disgusting, um, oh. as we've now nicknamed um, new bodily functions from my four-year-old. I I like to get the disgusting ones out of the way early. Go ahead. You're, All you're, right. You're, the floor is yours. So uh, my little guy um, uses the restroom, has, uh, has some issues, calls my wife in, goes into a story about um, his number two um, problem. Um, my wife then uh, describes what diarrhea is to him. Um, and he says, oh, you mean poop slime? Um, and so... <laughs> And she goes, yeah, I guess. So now um, diarrhea in our household is referred to as poop slime. I, we're going to take that on the road. I think that'll come in handy as we talk about barbecue sauce and barbecuing and, uh, and just overall uh, food. I think that's what people want to start off with diarrhea. It's great. You grew up in the, in the great city of Centerville, Ohio. Nick, were you a were you always a big kid? How much did you weigh when you were born? And were you a, a big a big fella the whole the whole the whole way? I think I was pretty average when I was born. Um, I was always on the husky side. My genes definitely said husky um, growing up, so that was awesome. You know, going through grade school um, where they put on your genes that you're the fat kid, um, and so I was always a bigger. Um, you know, grew up. Uh, and it really my height I think helped out a lot too. However, in seventh grade, um, not being able to play basketball uh, in my town was kind of a, a big knock. So then I had to get into wrestling, uh, which I think helped out in the football world. Um, so it's, it's always been a, um, you know, just I've always been a bigger kid, I would say. So you were never a running back. They said, oh, I just hope he doesn't get too big because we could, you know. No, no, that was never an issue. I was uh, from the onset of third grade. It was, uh, yeah, you look good on the offensive line. You should play there. You know, it's funny. You can look at me as a, as a leaner guy. Uh, 
12 pounds, three ounces at birth. So they were thought I was going to be, yeah, the next uh, Nick Mangold. And then, of course, I was circumcised and went down to 8-4. So it was, you know, it was a rough day. <laughs> That's yeah. disappointing for you. Nick, let's talk about, um, you know, you, you grew up an hour and 15 minutes from Ohio State. Did you consider any other schools or maybe even the, the school up north? Is that, was that was Michigan on the on the radar? No, never. Uh, Michigan was never on the radar. I actually really only had two schools. Um, my the summer from my junior year into senior year, I went to Ohio State's football camp. Uh, got a scholarship offer from them and then went to Notre Dame's football camp the following week um, and got a scholarship from them. Um, took me about two weeks to decide, uh, I picked Ohio state. Um, and that was, um, you know, once, once Ohio state came calling, I, I grew up a Ohio state fan, always an Ohio state fan. So once that opportunity presented itself, um, there was no chance I was getting away from it. And I, I know Jim Trestle was the coach here and was a great coach, but just, I'm just curious how deep those roots run. If, if Weird Al Yankovic was the head coach at Ohio state, would you have probably still signed the dotted line? Uh, probably. Um, that's, that's a real possibility. It, at least we would have gotten some good songs out of it. Um, but you know, Jim Trestle was also a big part of it. You know, he was able, uh, he, he has a, 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 the amazing ability, um, to remember minute details about every recruit that comes through. And I have no idea how he does it. I don't know if he's got someone whispering in his ear or whatnot, but I was there. I, I'd met him, uh, in the probably winter of my junior year. In passing, had made mention of, of something about one of my sisters. Uh, when I saw him again in June for that camp, he asked me how that went, whatever it was. Um, and I was just blown away at the fact that, you know, this the head coach of Ohio State University remembered enough about me and my family to ask a question. Uh, you know, that was that was the, the hook, line, and sinker to the aura of J Jimmy T. Won a national championship with you there as a freshman year. What was – what do you remember about that? It was crazy because, you know, you come out of high school and I think the most we ever had at a high school game may have been 1,500 fans. Um, we were not a big school um, and we also didn't do so well until my senior year. And so to be at Ohio State, you got 100,000 fans at the Horseshoe, you know, rocking and rolling, going through that whole season, going undefeated and then going out to the desert. And it was crazy. Um, you know, I've, I realized as we were sitting here this spring um, and the ESPN, I think, replayed um, the national championship game. It was the first time I saw um, the TV copy of the national championship game that I played. And I obviously I watched the film of it multiple times, but the actual TV copy. Um, and it was pretty cool to relive that and relive, uh, you know, the excitement because you don't get that from a, a game copy, uh, you know, when you're watching the sideline in the end zone. Um, so to see the TV copy, it was, it was pretty cool to have that memory, you know, come rushing back. Nick, I don't know if you know this or not, but I have a son. My youngest child is a freshman and is a center. He is built unlike all the other, you know, scrawny Manning uh, children. And he is just, you know, ass and attitude. And uh, I might need to send him up there for a little Camp Mangold for a week. To let you just nurture him and, uh, and beat him up. Is that okay? Is he, you Come on up because I, I'm, clearly he's obviously your favorite child um, since he is the center. Um, I won't tell anybody, so don't worry. Um, but yes, if he if he needs anything, I can be at his beck and call um, to help out wherever I can. 
you get drafted in the first round uh, by the Jets. Um, did, what was the what was the combine like for you? That was when combine was kind of getting cranked up. You you, you were you're six six three and a half two three hundred pounds. Was that nervous? I mean, you got kind of your that's the biggest job interview there is. What was that like for a lineman? So it was it was interesting, and I have a couple of great stories from the combine. But you know, leading up to it, I was able to go to the Senior Bowl, had the opportunity to play there. So I got my first dip into. Uh, the NFL world and the, the interviews and the meetings and everything. Um, so I, I kind of had a better understanding going into the combine. Um, you know, it was, you do all the training and everything. And, and some of it's kind of funny. Um, Cause like we got to, you know, test the lineman in 40 yard dash. And I was like, I, I've never run 40 yards, I think on a football <laughs> field, but yeah, sure. You need to know how fast I'm going to run it without pads. Um, so, you know, you just, you train for these very specific things. And it was fine, um, you know, leading up to it. And so I, I get to the combine, you're in there. It still really wasn't that um, blown up as much as it is now. Like, it, you know, the, now it's you know, might as well be primetime TV, um, the way that they're setting everything up. But you get in there and, and you've seen all these guys that maybe either you saw, you played against, um, or you saw at the Senior Bowl. Um, and so it's kind of like a reunion of sorts. And so we get done. Uh, we're doing the, the evening interview sections, which is um, crazy. They give you 15 minutes. You get thrown into one of these rooms. They've got like the GM and uh, coaches all sitting around. And they just pepper you with questions. And they're, they're trying to get you off guard. They're asking you football, life, the whole thing. And it's 15 minutes. So it's like, you know, speed dating, speed dating, you know, at its finest. And so I'm, I'm going all over the place and I'm dressed in, I think a polo shirt and some, you know, ripped jeans um, and probably sandals and, and a hat. I'm just definitely wearing a hat. Um, and I turn the corner and all of a sudden I see Debrick Shaw Ferguson, who I was with at the senior bowl, um, you know, tackle out of Virginia. He, uh, you know, he was a top five guaranteed top five pick. It was, you know, there was no stopping him. So he wasn't doing any of the drills or anything. He was just doing the interviews and I see him and I hit it and we hit it off at the senior bowl. We, we, you know, we had a nice time together. So I turn, Oh, brick, how you doing? And then I look at him and I was like, brick, why are you in a three piece suit? And he goes, uh, Nick, um, that's a job interview. You know, <laughs> I was like, ah, crap. I'm not getting drafted. Um, so that was, that was kind of the hit home. I was like, ah, maybe, maybe I won't get drafted. So, um, it was it was nerve wracking experience. Uh, apparently, I did relatively decent, um, you know, which was a good feeling coming out of it. Um, but then, you know, after doing the combine and then having to wait to the draft and nothing in, in between there to tell you, hey, you know, th this is your grade. You, you know, you take a test or you, you do something and you get evaluated right away. And once you do the combine and your numbers are there and, you know, you can compare them to everybody else, but you don't know, well, this coach thinks this and this coach thinks that. Um, or this GM would want to have seen more bench reps or something like that. You know, you, you have no idea. You don't find out until draft day if it all really helped you or hurt you. Soup with Coop is proud to be presented by FanDuel. Never played FanDuel Fantasy before? Great. FanDuel is offering users the chance to play free, no deposit required, with a free entry to an NBA contest. Plus, for those who want to deposit, FanDuel was offering up to a $500 bonus instantly when you make your first deposit with our 20% deposit match. Why do you play on FanDuel? FanDuel Fantasy is an easy-to-use app. Pick a new team every game, 
Different and unique contests across sports in relation to your skill level compete against your friends in head-to-head matchups. FanDuel is offering users the chance to play free, no deposit required, with a free entry to an NBA contest. And FanDuel is offering up to a $500 bonus instantly when you make your first deposit with our 20% deposit match. Go to FanDuel.com forward slash cowherd to sign up today. That is FanDuel.com forward slash cowherd so they know we sent you. FanDuel, more ways to win. So, you're a sports fan. That's why you're listening, baby. But if you're considering getting in on the fun of sports gambling, I want to let you know about a great resource, the Action Network. And I'm all over it like Revis Island. I have nothing but great things to say about it. The Action Network is where fans go when they're ready to bet smarter and turn a profit betting on sports. In fact, their free Action Network app was recently named the best app in sports betting. With the Action app, you can see the latest picks and articles from Action Network gambling experts, as well as personalities like Colin Cowherd, compare odds from different sports books, and track every bet you make so you always know how your picks are doing. So, if the game means more to you, download the free Action Network app and start betting smarter. That's hilarious. I love the fact that Brick is going to interview with Price Waterhouse Coopers and you're trying to be like a mechanic at the same, the same day. Yeah, and we're you all know, mixed together. I know. And y'all are both drafted by the same team and great teammates. What was it like playing next to him? He was, I mean, as good as it gets. Yeah, he was a, he's a warrior. You know, uh, he never missed a snap in his 10-year career, uh, which is really impressive for me. And he was always steady Eddie and he was always working, always trying to perfect his craft. Like he would spend, you know, hours after practice just working on hand placement or stuff like that and, um, you know, trying to learn the game and thinking about it. And he was always very deliberate with how he asked a question. Like it was never just a, a quick, like something popped in his head. So he's going to, you know, spit it out real quick. Something's going to pop in his head. He's going to think about it in four different ways. And then he's going to ask his question. So it, it was it was really cool. And it was awesome having the experience of going through um, Senior Bowl together, the Combine together, getting drafted together having the rookie experience together um, and then going through NFL life together, um, not only on the field, uh, but off the field, you know, seeing each other grow uh, professionally and personally. Um, you know, it's a special relationship that uh, I hold near and dear to my heart. I'm curious about what you think about, you know, these linemen that are finishing their career north of 300 and are now slimming down. Are you, what, what is your, your playing weight was above 300. What are you, what are you playing now? What are you weighing now? Um, you know, I try not to go by numbers. Um, I, I find them very uh, restricting. Um, I go by uh, belt loop sizes. Um, so I'm down, I think I, I'm down about three belt loops um, or belt hole loops, uh, loopholes, you know, something like that. Um, huh. And so it, it, it's tricky because, you know, when you come out, uh, especially as an offensive lineman, um, the way that, uh, that we work out, you know, lifting wise and the way that we, that we work on the field, the amount of calories that you burn, um, it, it's really a, a very difficult transition of when you're done playing, no matter what you do, you know, if you go out for, uh, you know, a little time on an elliptical or you go for a walk or something that is never going to equate to what you were doing as a, you know, a elite NFL athlete. Um, and so you got to really scale your calories back. Um, and that's the big thing. And so, you know, I think some people it works is easier for others. You know, the guys that really struggled to keep weight on, um, 
I was not one of those fellows. Um, if I could get back to high school weight, um, which I think would be plenty, you know, somewhere around the 260 range, I'd be a happy camper. Are you still lifting weights? Do you lift weights now? or no. Do you just try to no, but I, I did realize that I'm going to have to start getting back into it. Um, like I said, my little guy's nine. He's in fourth grade. Um, his friends are, are starting to, you know, as they're developing up and everything, there's no way in the world I, I want him to have to deal with, dude, wasn't your dad and, you know, played in the NFL? You can barely lift, you know, fill in the blank. Um, so I think – I think for my sake and for his sake, um, I really need to, to start getting back into it a little bit. Now, since uh, you've retired from the NFL, you have started to really show off your skills in the kitchen. You developed your own barbecue sauce it's called 74 Barbecue. Is that correct? Mangled 74 Barbecue. I think the, the word mangold has got barbecue sauce gold written all over. I mean, who doesn't want to go into the barbecue store, you know, and order a pulled pork sandwich and say, put a little man gold on there. I, I think it's, I mean, I, I mean, I don't know how you don't, how you don't make a fortune. I, well, you, come to find out sauce game is very difficult to make any money, but it is a lot of fun. Um, and so that's something that uh, for me, it was after I was done playing and it was kind of, we had our fourth child um, and I was trying to find my way kind of in the world. And you know, I was, I was talking and, and I was like, you know what? I entertained for 11 years. Um, other than my four kids, I've never created anything. Um, and so this was an opportunity um, to, to say, hey, you know, this is, this is my recipe. It's not like a, a label or a company that came to me and, hey, can we slap your name on this? It, you know, it's, it's my recipe. It's my company. Um, I run everything right now. I'm doing the distribution of uh, here in our local area. So it's... <clears throat> it's a we're a true small business operation um and but it's been a lot of fun because right now i have the two sauces out i have four kids each one hopefully will have a sauce so right now i have uh, the two sauces the og and the spicy are for my two boys hopefully I have the girl sauce coming out soon um and so that to have a kind of a passion project but it's also family oriented um it is pretty awesome you think you could start hosting some pit master things and some you know, I feel like, um, especially since I have experience um, as, you know, a lot of people say that only God can judge me. Um, well, now you have to add only God and another bearded wonder, because I have been a certified judge on Chopped. Um, so, you know, I feel like if I have the credit to be able to do that, um, I should be able to do all these other fun things. And so I think once we get out of uh, Rona world, um, hoping to really expand and, and have a little fun doing some tailgates um, and doing some different things, especially in line with the barbecue sauce. Cause I think that's what makes barbecue as awesome as it is, is the fact that it, it's great food, but it's also community driven. It's family driven. It takes forever to cook. So you get to hang out with whoever you're there with. Um, and then it brings people together because everyone loves barbecue. I don't think anyone's ever been like, Hey, you know what? I don't like barbecue. Please don't, don't put that on my plate. In all your years of being around some big guys, big linemen, do you recall anyone really being able to eat more than an average human being? Anything kind of almost to make you nauseous watching a guy just tear through some food? Oh, I mean, yeah. Anytime, uh, anytime we were out and if we happened to go to an establishment that had chicken wings, I mean, the amount of chicken wings that our crew could put down um, was, it was pretty sickening. But there was one – 
um, which I'm still really proud of. We did uh, in the spring, I would always do a barbecue for the offensive lineman. And so uh, we had the, our assistant offensive line coach wanted to hop in because he is a certified barbecue judge in Montana. Um, so he's, he's like my barbecue guru, if you will. Um, and he comes over, he goes, we're going to do this big. So we rented a smoker, um, side box smoker. Uh, we had probably, I think it was like 12 or 13 guys. We did, um, two full briskets, uh, two pork butts. We did eight racks of ribs, uh, a sausage coil, um, and cheeseburgers. And then obviously all the sides to go with it. Um, I'm pretty sure there weren't any leftovers, uh, by the time the night finally ended. So we put, we, we did some work through some meat. Nick, I'm, I'm going to rewind it. I'm just curious, during your NFL career, who was the nastiest deep lineman you had to go to? You just lost sleep the whole night thinking about it. Well, you know, <clears throat> I didn't lose sleep over anybody. Thank you. <laughs> um, but I will say that uh, big Vince Wilfork um, up in New England and then with Houston Texans, um, that man was my nemesis. He, I think for the sheer fact that we played each other, I think we counted it out. I think it was 23 times we went against each other. Um, and so, you know, you look at Vince, you see he's big. Uh, he's going to be tough to move and he's strong, but he's also crazy athletic. Uh, that combination is very difficult. And the fact that we knew each other, you know, some of our tricks that work on other people that we don't um, see all the time don't work on each other. So then it was like, all right, I, I know you're going to do that and I, I, you're going to do this. And so then it becomes like, the 4D chess, well, if he does this and I'm going to do this up here and, you know, we, uh, we had some good battles and it was a lot of fun. I think if you could get Vince on board of liking your sauce, I would say y'all probably make every quarter. Yeah, um, I, I think if we can, so Vince and I actually did a, uh, we did a barbecue, a virtual barbecue cook-off this summer. Um, I won, of course. Um, and you know, we were able to, to chat a little bit afterwards and I, and I had my fingers crossed. I mean, this was back in like June. I was like, ah, oh, you know, once fall comes rolls around and you know, everything's back to normal, you know, let's get together and, and talk about some ideas. Um, falls rolled around and things are still not back to normal. So, uh, we're kicking that can down the street a little bit further. Um, and, but I think, you know, hopefully in the future, you might see a, uh, a Vince Wilfork, Nick Mangold collaboration of some sort. Um, that will just blow everyone's minds because you cannot combine uh, the Jets and the Patriots. Uh, that's just that's a big no-no. I think that's TV gold. I think Rachel Ray would be going out of business in no time if you get you two studs on TV. She'd be out. But I'd feel bad doing it to her. Rachel's such a sweet gal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I may have her on the show. I don't know. She, she'll probably – yeah, she probably wouldn't, wouldn't want to dip this low. I don't know. I mean, it's not that low. It's, it's like, it's, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Nick, as always, when we finish, wrap up the show, we take a little bite and then you give me a, a rating from one to a thousand, a thousand being the best on how that broccoli and cheddar went down today. Mm. I tell you what, I'm glad I used the pumpkin bowl has retained the heat perfectly. Uh, the creaminess of the soup, along with the, the cheddar cheese, the little bits of carrots, the plump florets of broccoli, um, 
just melting in your mouth. It's absolutely delicious. I would have given it um, probably a 567, um, but because of the company and the conversation had with it, it was easily a 943. That's the highest score we've ever had uh, with a lineman from the Jets. So I, I assure you, it's a... Uh, <laughs> It's history here. Actually, Nick, if you wouldn't mind, I just want to see you just drinking out of that bowl like that, just like a – I love it. Broccoli cheddar doesn't sip that well. <clears throat> well, that's why we invited you on. You know, we want a little a little remnants for the, the beard. Actually, you can look. I didn't shave just in honor of you. Can you – Oh, nice. And see, I trimmed for you. I cut it down. Um, I want to be more respectable. You know, there's nothing but modest maturity and, uh, and and pure TV gold right here. Nick, as always, TV man gold, if you will. As always, it is a treat to have you on. It's great to see you. If you ever get to New Orleans, I got a couple barbecue spots we got to hit. Oh, we'll hit them all. I'd love to. I appreciate you having me on, Coop. <laughs>